Hey, guess where we're going today? We're taking a trip to Mexico to talk to one of my favorite people in the whole wide world about the importance of smelling everything. So what does that mean? Well, we get into it in detail in this conversation, but basically to my guest, it means getting out of your head, you know, where you're just thinking about things so much and being more in your body in the present moment, just experiencing with no judgment. Smelling can really do that for you, right? But to her, it also means making it personal, having your own unique experience. You're going to fall in love with my guest today, Lula Curioca. I promise you, if you don't know her already. But let me tell you a little bit about her. So Lula is an olfactory artist, a perfumer, and designer who was born in Mexico and raised in Spain. We talk about how she used her sense of smell to restore her forgotten relationship with her native country when she eventually moved back to Mexico as a young adult. And what she realized was that focusing on the smell of her surroundings allowed her to go deep into her subconscious by way of her scented memories and connect with her identity. It was that revelation which led her to take a very human and emotional approach to art and smell. Lula goes beyond the limits of perfumery, design, and art by celebrating the relationship between the body and its environment. She proposes new ways of experiencing perfume by transforming concepts into sensory experiences. And what's really interesting, something we also get into in this conversation, is that for more than a decade now, Lula has been exploring the link between textiles and olfaction. So the link between touch and smell, creating long-lasting olfactory objects conceived as an extension of the human identity. Her intent is to bring forth new meaningful ways to relate with what surrounds us on a deeper level through our sense of smell, thereby building a stronger relationship with ourselves and the world around us. In 2018, she established Lula Curioca Olfactory Studio, a Mexico City-based independent studio of olfactory experimentation, artisanal perfumery, and textile exploration. And most recently, her work was included in an exhibit called Ten Encounters at Olfactory Art Keller in New York City. Needless to say, Lula has a lot of wonderful things to share, and I think you're really going to enjoy the conversation. So let's get started. Enjoy my conversation with Lula Curioca. This is An Aromatic Life, the podcast that aims to shed light on our beautiful sense of smell and increase its profile in a culture dominated by sight and sound. My name is Frau Kagalia. I'm a certified aromatherapist and smell coach who spent over 20 years in and around the fragrance industry. What I know for sure after all these years is that our sense of smell is powerful, yet is so underappreciated. There's so much we can do to harness our sense of smell to be well. So join me as I explore this mesmerizing sense from all different angles and learn what it can do for you. Enjoy the show. Hello, Lula. I want to welcome you to an aromatic life. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited. Thank you, Frog, for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Really, you have a beautiful podcast. Oh, thank you. I wanted to have you on because, first of all, you are my sister in smell. I mean, if there's anybody who loves to smell as much as I do, it's you. 
I know that for sure. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, I love that. Wouldn't you say so? Because you and I have yeah. this motto, smell everything. I mean, it's hashtag completely. smell everything all completely. day, every day. Yeah, completely. And um, we'll talk about that. We'll get into all things smell for sure. Another reason I wanted to have you on besides that is because you have this unique intersection of smell, scent, touch, and texture. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted yeah. to, to touch... <laughs> No, no pun intended. I wanted to touch on that as well. Uh, yes. Because I always like to bring in other senses. I think that's really important to connect other senses with our sense of smell. So I, I look forward to talking to you about that first. The first question, though, that I always like to ask my guests is, what does the sense of smell mean to you? Let's start with that. Mm, okay. Well, to me, the words that come to my heart our emotion, uh, connection, presence, rawness, instinct, and truth, you know, like, it's like the most honest sense to me. So, yeah, I could I haven't say heard that. I like that. honest. I think that's a really new and unique perspective. It can't lie to you, really. It can't. <laughs> like, if and that's why I love it, because you can make up other senses and try to like something or, you know, like make yourself like a visual or, but with sense, as we know, it's so connected with our animal uh, part. We are all animals and sense of smell remind us that even we want to, or if we don't, like it doesn't matter. So it is truly honest to me. So if you like something from your core, from your nose, and then it, that's what it is. And if you don't, you also like, you can't um, like vanish that. And yeah, I love that. You can't that. escape it. You cannot escape you it. Can't. it. It's you there. Can't. Yeah, it's just it's just there. It is a very raw and animalistic and um, yeah, primal. <laughs> exactly, and I think we yeah. as a as a society we try to escape for, from that, and and I think that's the opposite we should do. I mean, in my humble opinion, because I think we are just so mental and escaping from our own bodies constantly to to avoid uh, what we feel who we are you know like the deep inside us that sense of smell take us back to that like it doesn't ask questions it just goes to to the to the point it's it's so interesting that you say that because i was going to ask you kind of what do people get wrong about their sense of smell and and you touched on something that i think I see a lot of people um, behaving this way. And let mm -hmm. me explain that first before I have you answer. But what I mean mm -hmm. by that is when I have people smell something, they have to connect with a physical thing. It's their mm -hmm. molecules, their physical mm -hmm. molecules. And when they smell something, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Or because it's, it's kind of a, a bodily experience to smell. Mm -hmm. right? It literally, 
it, it changes your body and how you feel. And that requires people to have a feeling. And some people don't want to be connected to their feelings. Uh-huh. You are saying something because that's why I think normally when you smell something, you try to ration, like make it rational, you know, like you try to categorize it very fast. Yeah. So is this floral? Is this woody? It's like, no, who cares about that? You know, like that doesn't matter. What is that smell speaking to you? And that's completely a unique message. It won't be yes. the same the way it speaks to you than to me. So as you're saying, if you connect with your body and this doesn't require a lot of, um, you know, like a lot of expertise, you just have to feel it. Literally, you just have to feel it instead of thinking about it. And there's where you make the change and you can connect with that smell. And that smell can give you so many messages that you could have never thought about. And I know it sounds crazy and too like, how could that be possible? But as soon as you start doing it and someone uh, somehow give you the right, you know, like someone tell you, you can do this. Literally, it's in your nose, the power to explore all that through a different level that it's not in your in your intellect. It's not how much you can talk about a smell because you learn this is how it's said. No, no, no. No, It's how you feel it and how you embody it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's and whatever it is that you experience, it's real. It's what you said. It's honest. And it's not wrong. It's never wrong. I just want people, I know you feel the same way because we've talked about this. Like we Mm -hmm. don't want people to feel like when they smell something, they're going to smell the wrong way. There's no wrong way to smell. Totally. Like I, I, um, when people smell what I do in, and they start saying like, no, no of of things like, oh, it smells like pig. It smells like, and of course, if you recognize smells, cool like we all do and that can start a conversation but it's more like if that smells to a memory if that smells to a feeling if that smells to a texture if that's that's completely good and that's even more um open it opens much more of your experience with that smell and as you're saying there's no wrong there's no right and and i guess it's just in our education. We haven't yeah. built, been educated to, or <laughs> instead of educated, free. We haven't told that we are free to, to explore our sense of smell and to talk about it in a much more experimental way. No? Yeah, I agree. Than in a fragrance wheel. Like that's a way to communicate, okay, but that's just a tiny part. It's a little tiny part of what sense of smell can, can give you. And you can give to the sense of smell a lot because nobody has ever had your own experiences. So, you know, like once I was asking to a friend, we were like smelling things. He doesn't have anything to do with perfumery. And, and he was smelling a molecule and he said, wow, this smells like a, mannequin left in a in a forest when it's raining wow and I was like oh my god but Brooke 
it literally smell like that. It, but you know, it's when you are giving to the sense of smell a language. Yes. And I love that. I love that. Like he was being free. He was opening whatever he had inside and giving everybody another way to relate with that smell. So perfect because <laughs> I think it's actually a lot more fun too. I mean, yeah. how, okay, if you don't feel comfortable, yes, you can go to the traditional, the fragrance wheels and the, the classic terms. There's nothing, we're not saying that's wrong. I <laughs> guess we're just trying to say that it's okay if you don't. And if exactly. you just kind of say weird, wacky things that are, go, you know, immediate responses, I think that's just so perfect. And it, it's exactly. actually is more interesting and more fun, isn't it? Yeah. And it speaks about you. And as we were saying at the beginning, it speaks about your personal point of view and what a beautiful thing that each human is unique. Yes. I think we forget that. Like, yeah. I think we are not aware how every single being in this planet and not just humans, but beings, we are unique. So our, perspe our perspective, it's not better. It's just different. Yes. And that's what make a reality and a living rich to share this uniqueness in between humans. That's correct. I, I couldn't agree more. Then let me ask you another question. So this might be a little difficult to answer, but I'm going to try it. Um, what do you think is the potential for our sense of smell? Because I feel like we're just at the cusp of people starting to explore this beautiful sense more. I mean, where do you see the potential for our sense of smell? Ooh, well, yeah, I like this one. I like this one because it's actually a subject I'm very immersed right now. And I think it would be the way our sense of smell can connect us, but truly with our subconscious. And you, I mean, you made a, like a, a sign of, we are in a little space in between our sense of smell. And that's exactly like an iceberg, like an iceberg image as how conscious and subconscious means like, how we are experiences, our consciousness and our subconsciousness. So sense of smell, it's completely related to that, right? So to me, that's the potential. How can we use smell to connect to that in a deeper level? Not what we think we are smelling, but what we actually didn't even know that was behind us or is behind us and the key to access is smell yeah i agree i agree it's so exciting i think <laughs> and, and we're not trying to say that people didn't think about smells and scents before i mean it's been you know since millennia but i feel like oh yeah it's just i think we had such a long period of sanitization of smells Completely. and of our sense of smell. Mm. And I think we're just coming out of that again. It's almost like we're taking a new, a new road, another exploration of the sense. And it's, it's exciting. And we're going to talk about what you're doing yeah. in that area too. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and, and about what you're saying, 
um, I think it's it's more like a way to access to somehow hidden drawers. I can I I see it in that way. Yeah. In our whole being that we didn't even know they were there, but somehow through sense of smell we access there. For instance, like an example, I have like a ghost smell. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain, yeah. but there's a smell of the vine of the tomatoes, mm. no, that I smell that and I know for sure it reminds me of something, but I can't remember what it is. So, you know, it's there. The scent, this, that smell is linking me to something deeper than my conscious, but I haven't been able to access there, but the smell is giving me that clue. So that's what I'm talking about, that yeah. it's so beautiful to access in a more uh, conscious way to what we are smelling and act, uh, asking more questions about what is this making me feel? Uh, what is this related to, you know? And yeah, and not just thinking of clean and dirty, no? And yeah, exactly. Opening more of that conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, which leads me to this idea of smelling everything. Mm-hmm. When when I say that, or when you say that, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think of? What do you mean by that? Yeah, I think um, when I say that, to me, smell everything. Not because being obsessive with something, which is also good. I'm a little bit of well, we are person, obsessive. But... <laughs> let's be honest. You and I are a little obsessive. But, but I mean, I'm not trying everybody to be like right. that. We don't make <laughs> everybody else do it. Yeah, exactly. But it's more a way to connect with what you have in front of you basically it's to me two two things one connect with your presence we're so mental and I'm really I'm so mental I live in my mind it's so difficult to me to come back to my body so it's even funny I am a perfumer because it's it's hard to me and and this has been a therapy to me the act and the mantra of smell everything. Lula, you're here. You're not there in your mind, in your ideas, in your thoughts, in your theories. No, no, no. That's okay. That's good. But you're here. What is, what's going on in here? And connecting with how, how does it smell right now? It's a way in a very immediate way to connect with your presence. And in a very digital era that we live in, and the era of information, no, which is beautiful, but it, it just um, take us apart from ourselves. So yeah. to me, it's one thing that to stop a second and just feel and smell what's going on right now, right here. No judge, no nothing, nothing. Just smell it. No? Just experience and- it. Just have experience an experience, it. yeah. And then continue with what you're doing. It's, yeah. it's perfectly fine. But the other um, side of why smell everything is a mantra to me is because I think it's very important to create a personal um, glossary of what smells, different smells mean to each of us. 
So it's not just smell it. Okay, but what what's that telling you? And and we were saying it minutes ago. It will be different to what it's that smell is telling to you and to the neighbor and to your mom. So this way we start creating a personal language and not being just uh, led by again what smells good what smells bad no it's like armpits i love armpits because <laughs> because and not every armpit and that's it. you know that's it it's let's not fall in generalizations about everything let's not generalize nationalities cultures smells so let's go to the personal to the individual and create a personal opinion a personal experience so you can't create that by listening to what other told you you have to experience it you have to put your nose there and feel what you whatever you have to feel and then say oh well this to me this smell means to me this or at this period of my life is meaning this to me okay so then we start having a conversation about smells without just again generalizing so yeah that would be smell everything to me Excellent, excellent. I couldn't agree more. And I think it's just a, for me, it's just an all encompassing term why I love it so much smell everything is just, it reminds me and I have it in the back of my head constantly It reminds me to just take like you said, take a moment. Every once totally. in a while, be curious. If you're if you be curious, if you, if you have your nose up there, and there's like, oh, there's some smell hmm. or or even if you don't know what that smell is, but just put your nose to it. Maybe it has a smell, maybe it just has the tiniest little smell whatever it is, exactly. just to be curious about different things and, and see how they relate to each other, see what it does to you personally. Um, and also you start, um, I don't know, like understanding these symbolic and cultural values of smell, no, mm -hmm. which also connect us as human beings. And we understand uh, also why there, uh, there have been general, like, these generalizations, you say like that, like yeah. throughout the years of smells. It's not just saying, oh, that's bad, that's good. Uh, why people have been um, making like groups of smells. No, you actually can understand by your experience how cultures relate to some smells um, through a particular way in a particular um, yeah. behavior because it means something to their culture right yeah, yeah it's a symbol it's so it's a way to observing also the world we are we live in yes. and to to just ah seeing of course to this culture this male will mean this to mine this other and we both live in the same world but we are feeling it different Right. Yes, so yes. it connects us as humans. So great. So great. <laughs> and I know we're, I actually wanted to get into your earlier life. Maybe let's do that because I want to connect mm -hmm. that, I, this idea of, of cultures, but mm -hmm. having moved around a little bit, which you have <laughs> you mm -hmm, moved around mm -hmm. a little bit. So you obviously your nose is because your nose has traveled mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. brain has 
captured smells from different places you know to you it's more of a, a it's a global oh, nose yeah. way, isn't it right tell us a yeah. little bit about where you, you where you were born and kind of some some key milestones in, in your journey to where you are now yeah well this is a very accurate question right now because uh, well I was born in Mexico I lived in Mexico until I was 10 years old and then we moved to Spain so I lived in Spain from 10 to 18 years old so and we never well just once but basically we never came back to Mexico in those years so uh -huh. to me it was when actually I, I came back to Mexico one of the reasons why I, I came here again was to I don't know, to recognize myself again as Mexican. It's not that I forgot that, of course not. But from in my teenage years, we know that's a big part of your identity, how you understand to, to, to behave as a human in a society. You know, you, you're not a kid anymore. So yeah. all those years, I was in Spain. And I really wanted to understand how I was as a Mexican too. But I, I, I didn't know how was that Lula being in Spain. So I came back here. And here is where sense of smell takes a big, big point in my life because even if being in Spain, I started a brand of scented cushions and scented objects. And actually I launched it in Barcelona when I was there. And I was 18 years old and it all came in a very intuitive way. I just wanted to express feelings, express ideas and concepts. And somehow um, I decided it was going to be through textiles and smell. Back then I didn't have a big theory about it and by a big thesis. Did no, you even no, smell just... a lot of things? Did you, were you a, a smelling person? Uh... I know when you were very young, we won't talk about your scent tattoo right now. <laughs> well, no, like I was not like the person who smelled everything back then. But for sure, there were some links and important moments in my life before, like in all those years, that again unconsciously you say unconsciously yeah uh, marked me so for instance my the way my dad said I'm sorry to me whenever you know we were mad we would have a hard relationship right so back then like the way he said sorry to me I don't know why he's a perfume lover he so the way he said sorry it was giving me a perfume oh. so that's you know this is this information that starts it starts to get stuck in the back of your head right yeah. so I was not a big perfume lover it was like okay I understand this is your way to apologizing I don't know if it's the healthiest but I'll take it <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> you know? yes I'll take it so there were some links for sure smell was very emotional to me during my childhood and I could recognize that. That was something there. But for sure also when I started this first brand, I didn't make all these links. It just came from my heart and my intuition. And I also had these little pillows that I smelled every single night until I was 
pretty old, like, well, 16, and I still smell <laughs> these cushions. So actually, when I started the brand, Herminia Amor was called, my best friend told me, Lula, did you realize you just made of your obsession, my cushions, your own way of living? Now you're making scented cushions, right? So ah. I think... Again, it's all connected to the back of your head, no? Yes, and, yes. But where it all starts to get more, more sense and more um, deep into me is that when I actually go back to Mexico, I take my brand with me, I bring it here. Okay, I keep developing it. But the adaptation of me in Mexico was very hard because the culture was boring to me I, I really didn't wow. understand the codes the codes to be here and to be normal right. <laughs> right so it took me a while and the key and the way I found one day to to connect with Mexico was by start smelling it and that that was that was big that was very very big and that moment I started understanding Mexico in a deep way, in a personal way. It started connecting to my scented memories from my childhood, from my grandma, from my roots. And there's where I was like, oh my God, this is powerful. It, through my um, mind and the rationality, I was not being able to, to understand this. It was until I started smelling that I appreciated not just the, because the beauty I understood of Mexico, of course, but I understood how, who was Lula in here and, and that I belong in here and that I have a part in here, you know? So yes. there, that's why I owe a lot, a lot to Mexico, to what I do now, because there's where I started seriously into perfumery, seriously into exploration of sense of smell, because I lived it. I lived it. And I now I live happy in Mexico. I mean, it has its things, but no, like generally like every happy. place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here because of that. So what you were saying that I have smelled from different cultures. Yeah, and I've experienced and I understood the links in between one culture and another and how they're apart, but also how they're together because historically, Mexico and Spain have a lot in common, no? And you start to feeling it, not just to reading it in a book, in a yes. history book or in a, your mom telling you things. It's you live it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's wonderful. But now I have to ask you, what does Mexico smell like? What are the smells like? What are the some of the key smells of Mexico? So for those who've never mm. been, how they can they can understand Ooh. what Mexico might smell like? Well, it, de it depends your on area. where in Mexico. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So I'll, I'll take it to Mexico City, where I'm based now. But, well, for sure, smog. <laughs> we really have a lot of car car smells so that's a element also uh, definitely uh, like 
tacos, you walk in a street and there are like many, many puestos of, of tacos. So all what's involved in a taco, like the meat, the grease, the cilantro, oh, yeah. the onion. So all that realm for sure. Also, what could we say? All this, I think it's very present in, in, in the markets, in the mercados, like all these ritual smells, copal, incense, uh, a lot of these yerberas, um, puestos smell. Well, I go a lot to mercados, so I really love those smells that they use these herbs for, for rituals, right? So oh, that yeah. could be one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could tell many pulque, it's a beverage that I love, mezcal, oof, the smell of mezcal is very Mexico, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, there are many, but this could be some. That's wonderful, that's wonderful. How about when you were a a little girl, what's, what are some of your favorite smells, because you didn't grow up in Mexico City, right, it was Oaxaca? Uh Uh-huh, it was in Oaxaca, exactly. Is there something unique from there too? Mm, Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, to me, I have a, this came like, boom, as a flash right now when you said that. And my mom used to take me, and not many times, but I have it here in my mind and in my heart very close, uh, to some temazcal, which are these... mm, ancient pre-hispanic um it's like a cave well like earth soil made cave in which you go inside and it's like this heat uh, rock like very very super super imagine a sauna but like ancient yeah, and yeah. this was they used to use a lot of herbs again and all these ritualistic type of uh, resins and plants and blah, 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 to give a ritual. And it used to take a lot of hours. Of course, I was little, so my mom just took me for short ones. And that that smell uh, is super from Oaxaca. It's very, a ritual from there. And I have it in the bottom of my heart. I love it. And yeah, also cardamom, but because <gasps> my, yeah, I love cardamom, oh, it's me too. the yeah. best, but to me, because my grandma, she was, well, all the family was from the south of Mexico, very close to Guatemala, so uh, in Guatemala, it, there are a lot of plantations of cardamom, and they make these gums, like chewing gums of cardamom, yeah, they're oh, the no. best, it's amazing, wow. So my grandma, because my family is from Tapachula, it's literally the, the, the border in between Guatemala and Mexico. Okay. So my grandma uh, used to tell people to bring her from Guatemala, these two cardamom chewing gums. And, and to me, they were a jewel. It was to her, her jewel. So I used to, when I was little, just like as a secret, like hidden, like still. I've never heard of that I'm, I hope one day I get to experience that I'd love to oh, try that sometime God. oh so yeah those are very south Mexico type of smells that I have very clear also lima lima is a fruit that is not lemon 
okay. is not lime. It's a different kind that is pretty rare, actually. And is it a sweet very, lime? Probably. I don't know in English how it's, um, if, if I could describe it, it would be, um, it's not as citrusy as a lime, okay. not at all. Yeah. It is more floral. It's more like a bergamot-like type of, Ooh, you know, bergamot yeah. is floral. Yeah. So let's say something like that. Okay. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, fruit. And my grandma used to have a tree of, of limas. And also in all the south of Mexico, in Yucatan, it's also a very common fruit. They make sopa de lima, a soup of this. So yeah, it's amazing. So I can, I just remember her hands, like this old lady, beautiful hands with loads of rings, peeling this lime in the table. So I have that smell stuck as, as love to me. So, yeah, I mean, I could keep, go, keep going. I, 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 I see a tour of Mexico in my future. <laughs> oh, yeah. A scent tour. A scent tour of Mexico. Yes. Uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's, everybody come with us. <laughs> exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I mm -hmm. wanted to um, talk to you about something that I saw on your website. So okay. on your website, you say, celebrate the relationship between the body and its environment. Mm -hmm. And for you, perfumery is more than just the juice in the bottle, right? So you also say on your mm -hmm. website and your manifesto, which I'd like to read for a minute, because I want everybody to, to know this. Okay. Perfumes and objects are like jewels, like a part of yourself, a treasured moment a memory, a daydream, each one a precious store, stone, inspired by the pleasures, the joys, and the gifts of being alive, by all the hedonists around the world, by those who experience every nuance, every drop of their emotions. So tell me more about that. What does that mean? Well, I think, I, I think I'm in love with humans. I know nowadays we are not in a very good position because we are ending with our own world. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so it's hard to to, to love to humans stay. right now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, to stand up for humans. But I have to say like you we're we are we're good. We're fantastic creations that we can experience a lot. We are very well designed to to, yeah, to feel so much and to experience what surrounds us with, um, I mean, hopefully with more responsibility, uh, but for sure we, we can do it with a lot of joy, right? And, and that's what I talk about there, that I think to experience yourself and what's around you fully, you need to be brave. You need to be 
honest. You've said that word. You have to not be scared of, of who you are, of what, what's around you right now. And that's your existence. And you have to take the best of it. And I'm not being just that easy optimistic. I think there's true and real beauty in every step we take, right? So I think a beautiful and very powerful weapon to do that and to access to that is by smelling. And I think perfumes, you said like, now we're going to talk. It's not that it's different, but yeah, perfumery normally has been seen as something superficial, probably like, or yeah. more nowadays, not historically, of course, but in the last years, this has been more like a, an accessory and that's fine, but it, it really talks of who you are and what you want to transmit. Also, it's a beautiful and very powerful uh, communication tool. medium yeah. Yeah, tool. Medium. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's that. It's how you feel, what you experience, being emotional. It's good to be emotional. It's good to feel a lot. It doesn't make us less. On the contrary, being vulnerable, open ourselves, it's, it will always be just, again, just honest and good and brave. So that's, that's, that's beautiful. More or less. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. All right. So let's get into smell and touch, shall we? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. So, yeah. So you studied textile and fashion design, right? Mm -hmm, Is that mm -hmm. correct? Okay. And you worked on incorporating scent into fabrics, as you mentioned, with your mm -hmm, pillows mm -hmm. and you put scent yeah. into that. So first tell me, what is the link between textiles and scent for you? Mm -hmm. Now that you know more, probably at the yeah. time, you think about it as much like you said, but now today. Yeah, I think it is a very primitive connection that we all have made since we were born. We... We are born and the first thing we recognize of our mom, it's its, its own scent, no, its own smell. And the, the, the touch of your mom, you can't see, you can't process, huh. you can't breathe. But you're there, you feel the warmth and you smell the warmth, no, the, and that protection. So I guess it just comes from the most, uh, primitive versions of ourselves. And also here's um, in this hi hierarchy, do you say hierarchy? Yes. Hierarchy of the senses. We know the sense of smell is in the lowest uh, step and no. then is touch, <laughs> no? So it's fun because I've never thought about this before. I, I mean, I didn't start started doing this because of that. But yeah. now yeah. when I look back, it's it's funny that I chose those two as my main. Uh, oh, it's not that I chose them. It's just I felt felt more connected. Or they chose you. They chose me, of course, and intuitively, intuitively uh, connected to them. And again, probably it's because I'm a very rational person, so I went on the opposite to try to figure out something and to try to connect with something deeper. And um, so yeah. I think it's just everybody, 
every single person in this world can connect with their sense of smell and with their, with their touch without knowing anything. Having studied zero, it doesn't matter. And I love that. I love that. And, and yeah, I think the, the combination of those in a more elaborate way as I've been doing, you know, okay, taking this and making um, thoughtful, uh, scented art objects that you can include in your life. It's more of a statement of what surround you matters and what you, um, what you surround with talks about you. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean if, if it's a fancy thing or it's not, no, 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 no. That's not the point. It, it just like a, a way to, to highlight that. Like you can build a relationship. No, it's not that you build it. You have a relationship with the objects that surround you. Yes. And they can be meaningful if you want to. If you give them this, uh, this value and you relate to them in a lovable way, right? So to me, the smell is the connection. So when you smell suddenly your wallet, because I also make like functional objects. Yeah, and explain I love to people that. what you make. Yeah. What do you make? Yeah. <laughs> I make scented objects, but daily use scented objects. And the yeah, wallets. it's like, let's say a, a coin purse, a bookmark, a, again, a cushion, a notebook, and all these things that you normally wouldn't really look at with love, <laughs> you know, right, or like right. with, a, with an emotional uh, approach or sight. It's just like, okay, it works for me. Or, yep. it, or let's say if it's from a brand, it gives me status or, but not from a it's functional. From heart. Yeah, exactly. Functional. And, and to me, it's that, like how you suddenly have a relationship with what the objects that that surround you and when you smell things that's the key that's the power you love them you really feel it you don't have to to love it from your mind you have a I don't know you take a moment and we were talking about this it's a present it's a second in which you yes. come back to your moment so you're reading your book and you're if you have that bookmark, you're filling that book in a, in a more present way, right? If you're writing in these notebooks that, that are scented, you're uh, creating links of what you're writing to that smell. So later when you smell that again, you're going back to those things you were writing and to that moment you were there. So it's a richer, richer, yeah, richer, a way of connecting to your world. And this, again, this is a statement. It doesn't mean that you can, uh, the only way to make this is through my objects. No, no, no. This is just like a door that I'm opening. And wow. then you can just do this with your own things. You know, like it doesn't matter. You can build this with what you have around. Um, so yeah, <laughs> wonderful. How do you choose what sense to put with what objects? Like if you have a notebook, how do you decide? What's your creative process? Mm, well, 
to me, it's more, I always start a, a fragrance, a smell through a concept or a feeling or a moment or an image okay. I want to represent or translate, right? And into that fragrance or smell. And then the way I incorporate it to smells are through the other senses. So somehow I understand which object would be, would make more sense with that sense. It's just intuitive <laughs> for you. It's exactly. Just yeah. And sometimes I also like making these contrasting uh, mixtures in which it doesn't There's really conflict. make sense. There's a little bit of conflict. Yeah. It is there and it yeah. makes you question more things. And, and that's all about, it's all about questions. I think all what I do is I make questions to myself and I just wish everybody make their own questions because of that, you know? So it's just, uh, yeah, a link of questions and no answers. Who wants answers? <laughs> <laughs> just more questions. <laughs> yeah, but definitely when I translate it to a design process, yeah, I take from, as you said, I studied uh, design and fashion and textile and it's the, the visual it's actually very very important to me because I value it a lot also so I also want it to have an impact on you whatever it is whatever it is um let's say like a consequent if this smells like this I'll give you something that the texture it feels like this and then it looks like this, the shape, the color, the size. Wow, there are many things, you know, there are many elements and there are different ways to approach it. As I was saying, maybe some are more lineal and it makes sense and maybe others not and that's the point. So, yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but I used to um, work in, scenting spaces so open spaces mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i worked with um perfumers like christophe Lodamiel and mm -hmm. uh, i we used to have to figure out a space and say okay what's going to go well in this space and mm -hmm. more often than not what was a point of decision was what is the texture of the space what are you trying to Oof. convey in the space you know yeah. the air and the space with the really. with the surroundings the the, the mm -hmm. visual right but mm -hmm. it's the texture mm -hmm. of the scent then Oof. the movement yeah. of the scent and i always thought that was an interest i just love that's why i love texture so much and i think there's yeah. so much about texture in smells as well because they all oh my god <laughs> that you're in, uh, go I go what do you take that for what you <laughs> it just I get excited because it's one of my favorite aspects of perfumery yeah. that you can give a smell a texture through smell and you can feel the texture just by smelling it and yes. I always try to explain this and and of course, this is not going against aromatherapy that I know you're an aromatherapist, but <laughs> it's the difference between, you know, like putting together some oils with that health benefit with sure. it has its beautiful it has its and space. Yeah. great thing. And this is putting together molecules and elements um, to convey 
different purposes, yes. you know, an artistic vision and an artistic vision could be this smells sharp, you know, this smells wet, this smells mm, sandy, and, and it doesn't have to be related with coconut because beach, you know, it's literally the texture. So yes. I, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful power that perfumery itself has and and it's endless you can go into a fantasy world yes. and when when you were reading the manifesto no it's also that it's not just what connects you to the to this realm but also what's beyond you can go in perfumery to a world of fantasy and live it in a second by smelling. Yes, that's that's mm -hmm. perfect. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's what I love about it too. But this idea of just of textures and movement and- I love it. It's it's so, it's so great. And yeah. it's, it's super fun to create. It's one of my favorite parts. Like there's no way I can, I can conceive a smell without a, a texture. And, and I love creating weird textures and, and bizarre textures and that we all have experienced but we never thought it could be smelled and and I love that moment but people are like what why am I smelling this you know it's like yeah you are look <laughs> at that yeah <laughs> magic you're welcome magic yes, <laughs> oh, yes. that's so great I just want to conclude with the three questions that I always ask my guests. Okay. Okay. Go through that. Uh -huh. I did give them yeah. to you ahead of time. I'm not sure if you had a chance to <laughs> reflect, but well, let's just start. Okay. Tell me what's a favorite smell right now. It can be anything. And it's just right now because we okay. change our minds sometimes, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I opened a, a purse, a old purse from my great grandma the other day. And it was crazy. And I loved it. It was like, oh my God, this is, this is unique. I love that smell. Old grandma, great grandma purse. What, is, what did it <laughs> smell like? Do, can you describe it or is it different? Oof. Yeah, well, definitely somehow and here comes textures, right? Like dusty, but mm -hmm. like gray dust, but it was not dusty, the purse. The no, it just smelled dusty. The smell, exactly. The smell was dusty, humid, of course, the pass of time, but like humid. And it was somehow like, yeah, like fabric, but like you could smell the fabric, like the linen of it, like passing through the years, somehow yeah. composed and or something happened chemically with it fabric that it smelled like old fabric and yeah very mm, it was it was beautiful actually I, I love bet it, it kind of because I have a few things from my great grandparents and if I were to go every time I go back there and and, and smell them I'm like this is I feel like I'm going back in time in history oh, like, yeah. like you're there with them even though I never met them 
and it just transports you right to what mm. life must have been like back then just a, just a tiny tiny sliver yeah you feel there in a salon like in a ball with yeah. <laughs> yeah you can just like go that. wild with your imagination and, and build a story because you know yeah. actually this was like a party bag you know like a yeah. wedding bag that's why I opened it because I was going to a wedding I was like I should wear this and it was like a purse my aunt gave me once and I opened it it was like boom like time machine yeah yeah. so that's that's currently my favorite smell I love it I love it (laughs) and then do you have a favorite scent memory that you want to share uh well I think I I told it to not repeat myself Probably the cardamom okay. chewing gum is one yeah. of those. The other is the, you know it very well, the chocolate in milk dipping blanket. Yes. <laughs> that and all of you guys listening, go to Scent Tattoo. Go to Scent Tattoo and read Lula's um, scent memory. <laughs> it's so wonderful. It's, it's one That's, of my favorites. We got very emotional about it, actually. Which, yeah. I hope it comes across on paper, but you and I had yeah, tears so with that. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, I mean, that's my favorite, the, the chocolate milk dipping blanket, for sure. And then this cardamom chewing gum and the, the cushions I was telling you that I used to smell every night since I was very little because they reminded me of my sister and I love my sister. So those are three big, big memories. Mm-hmm. So the last question, what would you say are five smells that best describe you? I'm really Jesus curious. Christ. This, this, this is wild. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think one is the smell. I don't know if you, you meant like things that I actually smell like or things that, I don't know. I won't. Anything. I'll just tell you what I felt your interpretation yes yeah one was or is worn sheets that smell like I know people love clean sheets <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and like very fresh which I love too but I adore the smell of the blankets and the sheets after some days after a week that yep. you slept there because it's true that I also sent them. So in between my own skin, the warmth of being there and all that mixture to me is heavenly. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love it. That's one. Another one, kind of related. I didn't think of that link, but the, the smell of skin after taking a nap, Ooh. you know, like, like, that that it's so it's warm and and it's sweet and it's special it's different than when you wake up but after a nap there is a beauty in in that smell i love that because i think your body's and, a little warmer probably so maybe you're yeah, off more scent i don't know but it's nice yeah. it's and probably this doesn't i don't know if it's of me but if you are taking a nap with someone and you smell their neck in that particular moment, it's the most beautiful smell you could ever get. I mean, I love it. I love it. I love it. So (laughs) that's the second one. Another smell that it's the ink of a pen 
I love writing and I, we always have thousands of notebooks. I carry on my notebook and my pen everywhere. And I, I feel connected to that smell. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Another one could be red lipstick. <laughs> okay, I good. That. <laughs> I, I, know, I know that the red doesn't count, but I love it. And I think it represents me. I like red lipstick and I think it, it embodies me. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> and this, I actually asked my boyfriend, like, which style do you think described me? And he told me some. And this was a beautiful one. He said, like, an unknown fruit that is freshly cracked open. Oh. And I love that because he knows me. And he knows that I, I always love touching fruits and things and, like, literally with my hands just smelling it and, and, and getting to know uh, a, a fruit or whatever through my my hands and through my smell my my nose so i love that one so That's yeah great those, those are be. perfect <laughs> i feel like i know you a little better now <laughs> yeah oh and one that you know and i said but i always be down to the armpits of the people you love you will always love them and that <laughs> me because everybody look at me being like she's a freak and probably I am but that is cool and that's a detector if you like someone you like their armpits if you don't like it you won't like their armpits so just go to the armpits <laughs> go right to the source find out if you really like don't this person talk. it doesn't don't matter talk. <laughs> so much Lula it's been such a joy talking to you as always no. I always love talking to you and thank you so much for sharing your perspective on smelling and sense thank and you really it's it's such such a pleasure you are fantastic thank you for making these spaces for all of us sharing our thoughts on smell from very different perspectives I know you you talk with many different people and, and that's what make this world rich, this profession rich. And, and thank you for doing it, taking the time. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, falkaromatherapy.com, where you'll find information about workshops, courses, and other programs I offer. And make sure you grab my free audio training, How to Smell to Be Well, which you can download from my website. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day. <laughs>